Microphone check one two one two, episode twenty three of the Pick and Roll podcast. My name bro, is Alvaro. Bro, twenty four. Oh, twenty four. Unbelievable. Oh, my scrub. We're leaving it in. Fuck it. It's episode twenty four. We're fucking consistent now. See, I thought it was twenty three, but it's twenty four now. Even you're shocked at how consistent we are. Exactly. I can't like, believe what? it. What? We did th- we're doing three podcasts basically in three weeks. It's unheard of. So you have to like subscribe now to get this content, all right? Because you're gonna get it nowhere else. Just here. Facts. Hopefully coming to Spotify soon. We gotta still figure that out. Because I've actually had people like ask me, like, why isn't the podcast on Spotify? Guys, guys. We hear all your complaints. We're coming to Spotify. Breaking news. Yeah, breaking this <laughs> hasn't been worked out yet, but we're we're yeah we're we're signing a hundred million dollar contract with Spotify. Yeah, yeah, we've been negotiating for weeks, guys. It's getting crazy, but you know, I th- I think we're coming to a, a a finalized deal soon. Oh shit! Okay, episode twenty four, ladies and gents, Alvaro here, Tyler here as well. It's Gucci. Um, Tyler, the fucking NBA hey. season's coming back. It's two weeks away. It's fucking preseason. A couple games have been played. I'm excited. It it still blows my mind that it's back. I mean, pre- even preseason. Like, it, I mean, it's December. It's mid-December. I feel like the NBA Finals just happened, and we're uh, already getting into another season. It's wild. Dude, they, ju- they did just happen. They happened like 80 days ago. It's insane. But it doesn't even feel that long ago. It doesn't feel long at all. It's crazy. I, it doesn't make any sense. But I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm I'm Basketball's happy. Back. I'm happy. I'm happy to come home and be like, oh, the basketball's on. I can watch this now. Because let's be honest, football hasn't been that great this year. Yeah, I I am more excited for the NBA to come back because then I can stop losing money on other sports and then I can bet on basketball. Uh, what? I don't. I mean, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Is it really you- betting if you only win? Exactly. That's what it's true. It's true. Okay. Um, so on this episode, we're gonna be uh, giving our East and West playoff predictions or standings for the end of the year, pretty much. Yeah. A, a little, a little a preview of each team and what we think how how things are gonna go, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I uh, we have both of our lists. I went th- one through fifteen, but you just did one through eight. So we can talk about playoffs, and then I can maybe get into. Uh, what the uh, bottom teams might look like and how I feel like they'll look like, and we can talk about that. But it'll mostly be what teams are going to be in the playoffs at the end of the year. Like, what teams are going to do good, what teams are going to be bad, and let's get into it. Al, but first, we got a trade to talk about. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, I completely forgot. This this trade happened, I'm pretty sure, like two days after we put out the podcast. Dude, it was the next day. It was the next day after we recorded. Like, come on, come on, guys! Like, it was. Get, it was like the next with, morning. Dude, get the, get get with the schedule. Yeah. You know when the well, podcast is coming out. No, they don't. Yeah, that's true. True. We, we'll we'll have a schedule soon. <laughs> we promise, guys. Agreed. Uh, the Houston Rockets and Washington Wizards traded point guards, basically straight up. I know there were uh, there was like a pick involved, but 
I mean, the main part. No, no one cares for the picks. It's Russell it's Westbrook for, for John Wall. Uh, I got some strong takes here. Al, Al, what do you think? And what do you think about the deal? Who who won who won the trade? A, my head says I have no fucking clue, but my heart says the Wizards. That's what I'm thinking. I like think... my head, my head, my head is thinking like, okay, like Russ has shown flashes that last year that like he can still be really good and like can contribute to a good team, but that still showed flashes towards the end of the year. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? You're doing what you were doing in OKC again, where you were just like, it's kind of seemed like he was like stat padding, where it was just like all for him and not really like concerning himself with the team mm-hmm. in general like you would see like he would like it would seem like he was trying to get his teammates involved but like at the end of the day it looked like he was just on his own um but then like it is it's, it's very up and down and the thing with john wall it's like you have to play in fucking two years and before um his injury he didn't look that great so it's it's an I don't know, but I like my heart tells me that the Wizards won this because I feel like Russ in a new like situation in a new offense could can flourish. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think if you at it just from a surface value, you're trading a point guard who hasn't played in two years for a, for a guy who was having a career season last year. Yeah, I mean he had a stretch after the uh, he had a really bad month or so and then didn't play that great in the bubble but in between those i mean he had that he was averaging like 30 what 30 10 and 8 or it was something easy on Dude, like, it was insane it was crazy. like 55 percent from the field yeah you know, we've been complaining about russ for years saying why are you shooting so many you can't shoot and it seems like he finally was like okay i'm not going to shoot that many threes i'm just going to go to the basket and use my athleticism and he did it and look what happened um i know he hurt in the bubble and maybe maybe was why he was so bad in the playoffs. So, but I mean, if you're the Wizards, that's a huge upgrade. Even even if Russ doesn't play that well, I mean, you're trading yeah. a dude who hasn't played for a maybe All Star caliber point guard. Yeah, I think I I think it like I I will say now I think the end of the day the Wizards have won, but there is a chance where like you could get some sort of like what John Wall was on this Rockets team with mm-hmm. a different offense, a different team, all this situation. And maybe James Harden, maybe not. We're not really sure. It's fucking weird, to be honest. All the shit that's been going on with James Harden. But I the fact of that, um, I'm personally, I've always, I mean, I've liked John Wall. I like watching him play. Um, I'm excited to see him back because it's just like, oh, yeah this guy was really good at like at some points and was like really fun to watch sometimes. And it's just like, it's good to see him back when you haven't seen him pretty much like fucking two years. Yeah. I mean, he was a borderline, I don't know, top five point guard at one time. I mean, you oh, could yeah, argue it. Definitely. Um, and I, I do think it adds, a, I know he's not a good shooter, but he's, I mean, he's a better shooter than Russ. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I think, you I'm know, maybe, good. maybe being in, he's worked on his shot even more, you know, and maybe, Hopefully, students, you know, 
standing threes and maybe corner three. I don't know. Maybe maybe since he doesn't have his athleticism, he's been working on shooting. Um, so I mean that could be could be an upgrade there. Uh, but you know, and then we have James Harden who is really just trying to become like the most hated player in the league at this point. Dude, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I like just, I don't get it. Like, what are you doing? Especially when you hear the stuff that he's like holding the team hostage where he was like, you know, if you don't go get this player, I'm out of here. If you don't do this, I'm out of here. And they like mortgage their future for CP3 and then they mortgage their future even more for to get Russ to play with him. And then after a year, yeah. he's like, I don't want to play with Russ anymore. It's crazy. So essentially what people, if people don't know or haven't, been following the nba news religiously in the past like week or so um training camp is back and um essentially he just like hasn't shown up to training camp at all like what was it yesterday was the first day of preseason games and i'm pretty sure that was the first day he came back to like training camp was the first day of preseason yeah and he just he, apparently he's been not, like he's not even allowed to work out with the team yet because he just got yeah because, like, what was it? I saw, like, on Twitter that he's been, like, just, like, chilling at a club in Las Vegas for, like, an entire weekend when he's, when he's supposed to be, like, in camp. I, and it's, I mean, like, it's, there's, like, rumors and, like, murmurs here and there that, like, he's, like, asking to be traded to the to um, either, like, Miami, the Bucks, or the Nets. And it's just, like, it's just, like, a really fishy. And it's just, like, what are you doing? You were already in an offense. You were... NBA offense that everyone hated fucking watch because it was so frustrating to watch you play. And now you're being frustrated off, like off the court. And it's just like, it's just like not a good look for him, honestly. No, I mean, he's played on a team that has been catered to him for, for years, even back to the Dwight Howard thing, you know, they brought in Dwight Howard, Harden didn't like him. They get rid of him, you know, and then it happens with CP three. Then it happens with Russ. Uh, and now they get rid of Russ and bring in John Wall, and he's still just like, like, what more do you want this team to do? Yeah, you know, exactly. You were, you were a game away from the NBA Finals, what, three years ago? And then yeah. you guys couldn't hit a three to save your life, and he was part of that. You know, he, he plays, he, and he's notorious for playing awful in the playoff. Yeah, he. Um, this isn't he like a didn't play that great a, in the bubble. In the bubble, played off. I'm sure he had like. He he had like two decent games, but other than that, the Lakers fucking handled him. You know, this isn't a KD or like old Cleveland LeBron. Like you're carrying scrubs, and it's like you're going off playoffs, and you just can't get over the hump. Your team's not good enough. Like they were good enough at times to even upset like Golden State or whatever. Like I don't know, but but and he doesn't show up in the playoffs, so I don't understand who he's mad at. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I have, like, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was always a big, big James Harden defender, and, and even at this point, it, it's, like, what can you say in his defense anymore? It's it's really hard to defend him now. And again, like, uh, like I was, I'm not, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call myself, like, a James Harden defender, but, like, he was definitely a guy where it was just like, this, this guy's filthy. This guy's really, really good. Yeah. And, like, I like watching him play but like throughout the years of watching the same offense over and over again and now this shit is just like you know what like, like i'm sick of this like come on man like do something right with like the situation that you're in yeah it, it, it's frustrating for sure do you but, think he uh, gets traded 
Not unless somebody gives him a godfather offer. Obviously, the Nets aren't going to trade for him. Yeah, the Bucks don't have the pieces. I mean, the Heat apparently are are there's rumors, but I mean, if you're the Heat, I wouldn't do that. Who? I mean, if you're the Heat, I would do it. Who? Even if it's, I don't even it, know who would yeah. you throw in. That's my I think, question. I think Houston would probably ask like Bam and Hero. Yeah, and I don't think they would do that. No, I don't think you would. I don't. I don't think you'd feel that includes Bam. Yeah, but I don't yeah, know. I, I, I have no idea. We'll get into it later. I just. I don't think he the heater is good as people think they are. Um, okay. So okay. If you could oh, okay. Picks, if you could Set. do picks, hold on. If you could do picks, Hero and like Duncan. I mean, maybe you want to look at that or something. But all right, let's get to let's get to some power rankings, Al. Yeah, I was about to you say. Ready? Yeah, that was a good segue because. Uh, Let's get uh, some. Let's get some east. Yet. Let's get some east power rankings. And so uh, I did my power rankings based on what I think the regular season, like seating, will go. Yeah. So en- end of the end of the regular season playoff seedings, I think these are going to be te- going to be the teams. My I did the same like, thing. Best team or like who I think can is going to go deeper in the playoffs are definitely different, and I'll probably mention that while we're talking about these. Yep. Uh, but I'm just gonna start off. I bet we both have the same number one team, the Bucks. Yep, yep. it's the Bucks. So I think uh, obviously huge acquisition in Hol- in Holiday. You get that fraud uh, Eric Bledsoe out, bring in uh, Holiday. Uh, gives you more playmaking. Gives you some shooting from the point guard position. Uh, they were already a wagon in the regular season last year. Yeah, yeah. This is just a. This is as Boldenhoser has shown. He coaches regular season powerhouses mm-hmm. and it's just going to continue this year with the bucks that's what i was going to say like they got better by bringing in holiday and like adding a couple more pieces also budenholzer doesn't know the only thing he knows how to do is bust out six, uh, 61 teams that's he's great he's he's, he's amazing yeah he's so number one uh after bucks. game 82 yet <laughs> that's true yeah um Another thing, I mean, Giannis is going to keep getting better. Yeah. You know, if he learns how to shoot at all, I've said it now, I've said it again, like, if he learns how to shoot, we're all in trouble. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. You consistently. If he, can, if he learns how to shoot consistently, it's fucking over for But everyone. it's not even, like, three-point shooting. It's just, like, if he had, you know, a little crossover elbow pull-up or, you know, a little post-fadeaway. Game over. Because his, his only offense right now is get into the three-point line look the fuck out and i'm just gonna go at you in offensive foul you and dunk on you but they'll never yeah Yeah. spin move take Mm -hmm. two steps already at the rim yeah well spin move seven steps but yeah same thing yeah yeah yeah. all right who's your number two honestly i did this and left this team out so i had to go back and 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 this is i think the biggest like what if or like you know could be the two could be the seven i put the nets oh okay all right now i don't know i mean uh injury concern is crazy with this team yeah i think nobody is talking about that like i feel like so many people are like oh yeah oh who's the who's the favorite in the east is it the bucks or the nets who's who's the favorite coming out of the east is it the bucks or the nets but Kyrie, I, I looked this up. Kyrie has had two healthy seasons in the last five years. 
Uh, and then even before that, he was he's just super like injury prone for his entire career, whether it's his knee, his foot, uh, what his shoulder, all this shit. Yeah. Um, and then KD is is what thirty one, gonna turn mm-hmm. thirty two, coming off an Achilles. I, be, I feel like people were just chalk like, oh, KD's gonna come back and be KD, like no doubt about it. Yeah. So. I'm not saying he won't. I mean, it's more likely that he comes back and he's, you know, one of the best players in the league again. But, I mean, t- a team that is uh, heavily relying on its two stars that that are both, you know, concerns health-wise, it, it, that could either, it could go really good or it could go really bad. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But I don't agree with your number two. What'd you do? I said the Celtics. See, I, I I think if we were doing, like, best team, I would put the Celtics too. But I think with Kemba's knee and I think basically Kemba's knee, I don't know if they're going to have the best regular season. Okay. All right. You want to um, give some thoughts about, you, about the Nets first and then we could go to the Celtics? With the Nets, I feel like – Along along the lines of what you were saying, it's just like if everything goes right, this team can be like incredible. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're already just like hanging by a thread just from relying on Kyrie and KD so much. And they're just like so injury prone. So it's, it's a very uh, – how do you say it? I'm trying to – Bro, how do you say it? I don't know how to say it. Um, but yeah, essentially, I I put them at I put them three. Yeah, I, so, I think that's right. Like, I do, I do think I do think um, they're gonna I do think they're gonna be very good. Um, but if like again one injury happens, they're they're pretty much fucked. And you know, we didn't even talk about the chemistry part of it. You know, yeah, Kyrie oh, is cool. famous for. I, I, we're gonna get into this. Hold on, Kyrie is a famous like douchebag i mean he's just he thinks he's so much better and so much smarter than everybody in the world and i know you saw this came out the other day you know classic Kyrie drama already in the preseason he made a big statement the other day at media day like he didn't even he wouldn't talk to the media put out a written statement basically saying all that he didn't he wasn't going to talk to the media and apparently he said he wasn't going to talk all year but then some people said that was a lot i don't believe it he ended up getting fined uh for not talking to the media and then put out another statement basically calling all the media members pawns and that he's like all this shit it's like oh he's so tiring bro he is really tiring bro i completely for i almost forgot about this and thank god even know why i forgot about this because i wanted to bring this up at the first thing during the podcast but it was like it makes no fucking sense right now and i'm sure not right now but like probably an hour ago Kyrie was on instagram I live saw part of it bro there was what the first thing was dame uh damian lillard put in the comments just like bro do your media sessions <laughs> fucking hilarious also number two i saw he was Instagram living with KD, so I, <laughs> I can't make this up. Dude, I clicked on it, and the first thing I hear is just like, just Kyrie talking, and it's like Kyrie, it's like Kyrie's throne is like propped up, 
so you can see his whole body. And like with KD's, his is like right to his face, and all you yeah. see is his face. <laughs> Kyrie, all I hear is just like, bro, just listen to me. Like mentally, this is how I am. Like mentally, oh. I feel like I'm long. I could do whatever I want. Oh. I could do this. I could do this. Like mentally, mentally in the past life, I was you. Say that yeah, to I KD, mean, yeah, and I KD's mean. just like, uh, yeah. He's KD. like, yeah, bro. But like, I don't want my point guard to be under the basket too much, <laughs> bro. I so fucking no. lost okay. it. So I saw part of that already, right? Before that, they were talking about their, like, offensive strategy. And basically, it, it got it. I only, it was like only a minute clip, but it sounded like that they had talked out pre- previously. I don't know if this was on the live or what, but they had talked out the number of post ups they're going to get. And Kyrie was saying, like, oh, he wants to do this many post-ups a game. And KD was basically like, I thought we agreed on two each or two and a half each. or Yeah, this must have been, like, right after. And then Kyrie was like, no, no. He's like, I want a bunch. He's like, I – he literally goes, "I, you know, he's like, listen, when I come up the court, I feel like I smash every single time, you know. And he's like, it's just great to have a point guard that can go there and post up like a big. And KD – just tell Katie's like, oh my god, dude, he has no idea what he got into. He's like, oh shit. He's like, bring James in right now. He's calling Steve Nash. He's like, Nash, trade him now. If he's talking like this already, it's like what? And then the I want to talk about the pawn thing, like the media stuff. Dude, dude like, no player wants to do media. It's just part of the job. Every job, right. every job has shitty things that you just have to do. You know, you get paid millions of dollars to play basketball. You have to do a little bit of media. That's why your league is so popular. Yeah, exactly. You know, people aren't doing, you know, MLB players and MLS players aren't doing like required media after every single game. Probably. I don't mean, I don't know, but, you know, because nobody cares. Yeah. (laughs) People want to hear what all these players say. That's That's a good thing for your league. You want to get recognition. You want to get all these eyes on you that's why you make so much money yeah like oh just it, do them and, the, and the media, remember there's these calling pawns like dude these guys are just trying to do their job exactly like, leave them he's, alone he thinks he's yeah, better he's, than everybody oh fucking dickhead he's such an asshole but dude, i i couldn't be- i couldn't believe it when i clicked on that live i was like get the fuck out of here it's like they <laughs> they knew that, that i was, was coming in Dude, I was like, they knew that I was coming, and this is hilarious. This is this is quality content. So I'm glad that you made me re- uh, you reminded me to. Trust me, I wasn't I wasn't forgetting about that shit. Holy shit! All right, All so right. Who's, who's your number? Who's your number? Th- well, I had the Raptors just because. Oh. You want to talk about the Raptors real quick and then go to the Celtics? Yeah, sure. You can do that. Uh, so I put Raptors three, just because. I mean, they were the two seed last year. They're basically yep. running yep. back. The same team, obviously, they lost to Ibaka in Gasol, but they added Baines, which, mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like Baines is kind of a mix of those two. You know, he's big and kind of slowish like Gasol, but he shoots a lot better, more like Ibaka, and can kind of defend the rim a little bit. Yeah, uh, I feel like he's pretty good at defending the rim. Yeah, so I, I think uh, I th- think that's kind of a wash at the end of the day. Okay. Um, and then that team's kind of just historically, you know, out hustles, out works people in the regular season. That's like another regular season team. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, with that a-hole Nick Nurse, who's probably, like, my – I hate him out of, like – I've never hated a coach, really. Bro, I think – I've never Fuck seen someone turn to, like – having no problem with Nick Nurse and then having a play a seven game playoff series to be like I fucking hate that guy. Dude, I had no issue. I, I, I never really like dude, he was like on the court screaming and complaining every call. You can't do that when you have like Kyle Lowry to, like you can't have Kyle Lowry flopping all over the place getting calls and then on the other side complaining. Like I, yeah. I remember that series was heavily officiated in Toronto's favor. I'm not being biased. That's just a fact. Uh, Kyle also, Lowry basically had a played foul on, on. I mean, they're all yeah, it's all awfully. Uh, I specifically remember uh, Kyle Lowry undercut Jason uh, Jalen Brown on a dunk, almost injured him, and uh, didn't even get a foul call. Should have been like a flagrant one, but but Nick Nurse, they're crying while he's on the court, and Jason Tatum suddenly passing him the ball because he's basically in a jersey in the corner spotting up. It's <laughs> oh shit! I oh my god! I've been just so happy basketball. <laughs> oh, shit! Getting fired I forgot up. about all of this. Um, so yeah, up. I um, what's it called? Oh, I'll get into where I put the Raptors in when it comes. But um, but yeah, I'm kind of in, I, I'm in the um, boat of just like. So since they're running back the same team, I don't I don't know if there's just got gonna be much of like a different dynamic with the team, and I don't think I don't I worry that they're gonna be a little too predictable, and also it did worry me how bad Siakam was in the bubble. I think part of that could be I I really do think the bubble maybe fuck with some people, and I think I think the bubble was not you know I think some people went to the bubble and were themselves like normal. I yeah. think some people went into the bubble and were better. And I think some, it just kind of fucked with some. And I think Siakam is better than what he showed. But also at the same time, I'm hoping. it's like, how are you, how do you like perform that bad in, in a playoff series? I don't care if it's a bubble was, or not, but I mean, he, he, he went from an all-star the, to like the worst player on the, on the team. So it wasn't even though it wasn't even that play series. It was the entire, like the entirety. That's of the true. Bubble. It was bad to even in like the seeding game. That's right. Like, so that that that's why I didn't have them as high, um, but with the Celtics, um, I don't know. I just feel like Brad's gonna come up with this well-oiled machine when you guys are just gonna like win games. I know you guys are you're concerned about Kemba's knee, but I honestly think we'll get into this um, in our next podcast. But um, I think Tatum is gonna have another little leap this. Uh, this coming year i i uh, i think i'm with you you know i now that more i think about it you're talking me into it i should have had them higher that's why i have them number two i think two or three probably i mean i i was gonna say i mean even if we're talking like teams i think they're probably the second best team maybe third behind if depending how katie and the and the nets are uh i think the team the roster right now so so with with the Hayward team, I, I think the ceiling might have been higher. Yeah, definitely. maybe just be had four dudes that could like score twenty twenty five at any point, which is yeah. like something that nobody else in the league has. So so theoretically, you'd be more consistent because you'd always have like a couple guys performing. Yeah, but. I think this team fits better together. You have an actual back, like when Kemba's healthy, Teague is an actual backup point guard. Yep. Like he's a 
a good backup point guard. You have Thompson, who's another big, so you don't have to play Tice 30 minutes a night. You can switch between him, Robert Williams, or Thompson. You can play a couple of them together. Um, and then you're you're basically taking all of Hayward's touch and giving them straight to Tatum and Brown. And I think both of them are going to take huge leaps. Brown has maybe improved the most since he's coming to the league. His rookie year, he was basically just like backdoor. Yep. And I mean, now he is a really good three-point shooter. His handle is really good, is, is so much better. Um, and his finishing is like better than Tatum's. Like he's a, he's an unbelievable finisher at the rim. Uh, and I think they could both become like high, highly regarded defensive players. And then, I mean, I think they're both going to be all stars. And I mean, Tatum could be like, you know, top top ten player in the league this year. Yeah, I he's looking that's bulky what... too. I don't know if you've seen him. He's looking. Bulky. Oh yeah, he looked like he like put on a lot of uh, muscle, which is crazy for two months. Yeah, but he's looking a little bulky, and I am excited. That's why I have him as a uh, number two. Well, I, I, as the Celtics fan, you know, I don't want to be too. Cra- I, I wanted to be uh, realistic. You know, I didn't want to be a green team. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> so at them number two, Nets number three. Who's your number four? Uh, sorry, I was thinking um, more about Tatum because I just want to talk about Tatum more. I had the Celtics four, so I had Bucks, Nets, Raps. Three and then Celtics four. All right. Um, I have my. I have Miami. Okay, so you have Bucks, Celtics, Nets, Miami. Yep. All right, let's get into Miami. Let's Uh, hear your thoughts. So I feel like they're just gonna ride the wave of what just happened. I think. I think undoubtedly we've we've we can all agree now that Eric Spolster is a good coach. I know there was like like years ago. It was like years ago. There was like, oh, LeBron's like the only reason why he's this good and blah blah. blah. That was no, me. That Spolstra, was me. Spolstra is a good fucking coach. Agreed. Um, yep. Yeah, I just feel like uh, Bam is just gonna get better. If Jimmy is like finally had like this is like his team now, and he can he can really embrace this role throughout the season. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like Hero um, takes uh, like a little bit, not like a leap, but like a little bit of a step and gets better. Um, and I like that they brought in uh, who? Oh, fuck. They brought in one other person, but Avery Bradley. They brought in. I'm very jealous. They got Avery Bradley because throughout the season I was saying like Avery Bradley, really good piece to this Lakers team, and I was very upset that he wasn't there during the bubble. But I mean, it ended up not mattering. But um, I feel like that um, acquisition was was very good for them. Uh, yeah. So I. Heat. Um, I had the Heat five on my list. Okay. Uh, and the first sentence I wrote next to them in my little quick write-up, I wrote uh, "most overrated team of the century." Oh, is okay. that a little too strong? What's What's your reasoning? So maybe I okay, mean... maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, a little, <laughs> a little too strong. What do you mean? Why? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think the bubble again I think having no home court is huge for this. The heat with the I mean basically the same exact roster was the 5 seed last year. Mm-hmm. 
like, I, and I, just because the playoffs happened doesn't mean like that's who they were all year. Yeah. You know, they, um, sorry, hold on. I lost my notes for a second. Their point guard, who they rely on heavily, who was one of their best players in the playoffs, Goran Dragic, is 34. I believe he's going to be turned 35, uh, like midseason. That's old as shit for a point guard. Yeah. That's he. He has injury concerns. Um, Bam's awesome. Bam's one of my favorite big men in the league. He might be the big best big man in the league, like in two years. Uh, hero. Wait. One of the greatest blocks I've ever seen in I my fucking life. I just talk about that, dude. I just, I had to. I, it just popped in my head. I Good see it right now. That. One of the Why greatest blocks that? I've ever seen. <laughs> one of the greatest blo- If you haven't seen it, just go watch it. Just go watch Just go on no, YouTube and don't go watch it. Playoff no. Bam Ayo block. No. An, an unbelievable play. Okay, you can carry no. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Why didn't you do that? This ruined my whole mood. That's like my nightmare. My, those, that vlog will be in my nightmares forever. It's a Tatum uh, series too. I mean, <laughs> damn. All right. Tyler Hero, awesome. I mean, great shooter. Uh, he's actually unbelievable at finishing. People know that. He, he has some of the yeah. most like acrobatic finishes I've ever seen. Uh, Robinson, I mean, sharpshooter. I wish he was a Celtic. But Butler, I mean, Butler is just the weirdest he has game like most of his games he just like doesn't do anything for the first half he just floats around can't really shoot that well so he just kind of hangs out you know scores like 10 points if that maybe has like six points at halftime third quarter you know turns it up a little bit and then the fourth quarter he just goes hard and like just drops yep. like 30 points it doesn't make any sense to me it doesn't make any sense he's one of i don't the really understand it ever. i don't understand it but i don't think that's sustainable I, get, I see that he's not yeah. a shooter. He's not like overly big, but he—I mean, he's—he's he's a clutch guy. You know, he's good, but I—I I, I mean, is he gonna? People are saying that they're—they're they're a finals team. You know, some people are saying they're like a top two, top three team in the East, which is crazy. Upset um, the Bucks. I mean, it's just a bad, bad match. It's a good matchup for them. They have Bam that can lock down Giannis, um, and then you know, I—I I said it all. I did anyway. Celtics, but uh, I mean, how Celtics th- literally throw the first four games. I think the Celtics were leading basically the entire game, and then the last two minutes they would just like forget how to play basketball. It's like you know, like a bad thing about the Heat. Like they they know how to clutch up and and you know be efficient be efficient in like last two minutes of the game. But I think that was more on the Celtics being young and stupid than it was on Miami being good. So I don't know. I, th- I think people are. I think I think like a four or five seed is right for them, but I think yeah. a lot of people saying that they're like a finals team or a top three team in the East is crazy to me. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Just my thoughts. Um. So I'm assuming. So we pretty much had a, a different variation of our top five because I had Raptors at five. Yeah, I mean, the more we talk about it, the more you could talk me into that uh you know you've talked me into the celtics being my three team and the raptors dropping i think if we're talking playoffs like the who i think like in the playoffs who are the best teams 
I would put probably the Raptors at five and the Heat at four. So, yeah, I, th- I think we're kind of in the same mindset there. Yeah. All right, who's your number six? I have to imagine this is the same team. I got the Sixers. <laughs> Bro, this is why we do a fucking podcast together, all I right? Mean, I mean, if you don't have the Sixers at six, you're probably a crazy person. It's the Sixers. It has to be the Sixers. There's no way they should be any higher. There's no way they should be any lower. Yeah, exactly. I, l- I really like what they did this offseason. Daryl Morey already just like, boom, well, let's get shit done. And I love that. Bringing in Doc Rivers, going to change the team completely. I, l- I like all what they're doing. Um, but I just think all the five other teams that we mentioned are better teams. Yep. No, I agree. I'm, I'm right there with you, you know. I th- I, so I, 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 my thought of the Sixers, they made great moves to actually improve their team. I love Seth Curry. Yeah, um, oh, me too. I, I was just, so I upset. Just, I was so upset when he went. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I just really think I just I'm over the Simmons and Bead experiment. I don't think that can work together. I think it, you know it's been another narrative. Oh, Ben Simmons is going to learn how to shoot this year. I think last year proved he's not going to learn how to shoot. Nope. Or he's just too afraid to shoot. You know, they're the same thing, basically. If he's not shooting the threes, he's not shooting threes, whatever yeah. the reason is. Uh, so if he's not shooting threes, I, him and Embiid don't work together. That's just a fact. Embiid also is showed, I thought last year, he will never be in good enough shape to be like a Shaq. Yeah. But, I, mean, no, he, I mean, he he's still like, the he could be the best player on the floor for three quarters, though. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, he, he's I shown mean, flashes. He's shown like time in his career where it's like this guy is incredible, but it's just like it's like his just like his stamina and his physicality with this whole thing where it's just like you just see him sometimes. He just looks like this is the first it's like him playing basketball at a YMCA after not playing for like five years. It's like, come on, dude, get yourself in shape. Like, yeah, you but could I, be I don't even, incredible. I don't even know if it's his fault, you know, because his game is so taxing yeah you know to back somebody down like he has to do and do moves off of it i mean it's got to be tiring especially when there's not that many other creators so he has to do it all the time yeah uh so i don't even know if i can i blame him that much for it but i mean that's definitely a team i don't want to play in the playoffs if i'm the celtics or just anybody like that's a terrifying team just because you know Embiid could go out and drop 45 and 20 uh, and, the, and, and you know if he gets going, there's really nothing you can do about it. But I just I just still think that that's not a team that's just constructed right. I think Maury probably will flip one of them. And at the end I, of the day, I I don't know. Who, I've gone back and forth on if you had to trade one, who you'd keep. I think I'd keep Embiid. I would. I would literally see. This is why we do a fucking podcast together. I was literally going to ask you. Do you think one of them's going to get traded this year? And I, I was, I was going to say, I think one of them gets traded this year because I know Daryl Morey is fucking whips his dick out and he's like, we're trading everybody, all right? I don't give a fuck. Um, I don't know if he, I don't know if he gets traded mid-year. I think the only way he does is if they come out and like basically like they did last year and they, because last year they won like no away games. They were literally like yep. awful on the road. Um. I don't know if that's going to be different this year because there's no fans, I think. At least most places won't have fans. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any fans for a while. Um, you know, if they come out and they're like a six or a seven seed, maybe he pulls the trigger if there's another star available. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Harden trade, 
I mean, oh, Simmons for Harden. I would do that if I'm both sides. Yeah. Or my other one that I've been saying for the past couple of years now, um, Simmons and, for McCollum and like something else. I yeah, I love that too. Or or see uh, see how Westbrook and Beal are doing, and maybe flip flip Simmons for Beal. Yeah. See, I think I think this is the year that he'll get traded because I feel like Daryl Morey is like not afraid to pull that trigger. I think he might give it a year. I think that's my only thing. I think he might give right. it a full year. Um, and see, I, I think if they don't make it to the East Finals, at least I think one of them's gone for sure. Yeah. And I think you've seen how dominant Embiid can be. I just don't know if you can give that up. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think after the year one of them will be gone, I would think it's going to be Simmons. Yeah, I think it's Simmons. But that's well. another guy. If he ever does learn how to shoot, like, look the fuck out because he's yeah. a pro. Bro, Bro it's, it's LeBron V2. He really would. I, I mean, he has. I mean, he's an unbelievable defender, unbelievable passer. I mean, he's huge. He's athletic. He just has no offensive game. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, he's a good finisher. Like, he, I mean, he's good around the rim. Yeah. But. So, yeah, that's my thought about the Sixers. I think we're on the same page there. All right, who's your number seven? Because I just realized so this when, I did, this, I, when I did this, when I did this, I put this team here, and I was just like, why did I put this team here? I think I think the top seven are almost guaranteed. That's where that's where I'm at. I have Indiana at seven. Okay. I have Indiana at eight. That's I mean yeah. That, I think that's I don't think that's that crazy. I think Indiana is I think I think they're kind of like that team that's just always going to kind of be around in the playoffs or in the regular yeah. season. You know they're going to win their 45, 50 games maybe. Um. Especially with, I mean, Sabonis is really good. I, I like Turner. I think Turner is good. And then this is kind of like an Oladipo maybe redemption tour. Hopefully, you know, maybe he. Yeah. Com- I, I mean, who knows? Maybe they flip him at one point. But and then our boy, bro. As you were saying, like some people in the bubble didn't do that great. Other people's in our, the bubble our boy, did amazing. Man. Our boy fucking TJ Warren came the fuck out. We've been TJ Warren fans since day one. NC State all day, baby. Literally, like, watching him torch at at NC State. Just watching him torch Duke and you being like, I can't be mad at this. He's fucking filthy. He's unbelievable. Baby Bernard King. If you don't know who Bernard King is, look that shit up. Mid-range jumpers all day. Or if you don't know who he is, just watch a TJ Warren highlight tape, and that's who Bernard King is. Exactly. So but it yeah, was so great I, I to think see that him team, go off in the yeah, bubble. And I think he'll continue. I mean, he he was good in Phoenix. I, yeah. I don't know if he, it was Phoenix, so they weren't winning any games. But I mean, he he was putting up numbers in Phoenix too. Yeah. So he's been doing this. He is a, he's a he is a walking bucket. Yes, he is. And he's learned a three point shot, which is why he's now even Incredible. more of a walking bucket. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think they're kind of a, play, a I think they're a playoff lock. Yeah. My seven is the Wizards. I were almost. I put them there, and then I moved them. Really? Did you move them to eight? Oh, sorry. I put them at eight. I moved them down. Yeah, I have them out now. So you have the Wizards seven. Yeah, but oh. my but my nine is like they could they could get in there. Uh, yeah, no, the Wizards are 
I just think they're top heavy. Yeah. You know, I don't. That's that's what I'm like rethinking this. I'm rethinking this, and I'm just like, why did I put them seven? And I think I might, I might bump them down. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I might bump them down to eight, but like, that my nine is like, it's teasing me. It's like it's holding. It's like that Geico commercial, commercial with the fucking the the old man with a dollar. He's getting a dollar. That that's that's Atlanta for me. That's what I have at nine. I have a question. Yeah, this is bad. I don't know this. Should I ask this on the pod or should I just Google it while we're talking? Um, you, you know, you have to ask it. I'm googling it. No, no, you have to ask it. What is it? <laughs> Where is Bertans? Is he still with the Wizards? Yeah, they yeah. Ex- they extended him, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm in. No, I'm I'm in on the Wizards then. Okay, I right. had them. At, I put them at nine. Um. I had a bunch of teams at nine. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, we talked about it a little earlier. I mean, Bradley Beal is like maybe one of the most underrated players at this point. Oh, no doubt I think, about it. I think the two most underrated players in the league right now, Bradley Beal, Blake Griffin. Oh, yeah. I know Blake is I just because he's more hurt. But I don't think people realize or remember how fucking good Blake Griffin is. Yep. Not to get on a Detroit tangent because we can talk about them after. But, uh, I mean, Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, if you even get, like, a moderately good Russell Westbrook with uh, Bertans, I mean, I think that's enough to get you into the eight, at least the eight seed in the East. I don't know. It's not hard. The East sucks after, yeah. like, the top six teams, maybe seven. The the eighth spot, I mean, you, what, what do you need, 40, 40 wins? We'll get you there? Yeah. Yep. No, I'll I like you I like that. Um. But yeah, and then I have um, at nine. I have Atlanta, which I'm like, they're teasing me. I like their team. So I put Atlanta at eight. You put I, Atlanta I, at eight. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Indiana seven. I'm sticking with it. I'm going Indiana to make the playoffs at seven. I'm going Atlanta to make the playoffs at eight. Yep. Atlanta's roster so much deeper. They're not relying on just young kids now. Yep. Um, they got a lot. They got a lot of big men now. But then you got Trey, obviously got rondo to give a little leadership in some defense you got um, Gallinari, Gallinari to, to, to be to a actually sh- um you know i i like th- and then you have the youngins you know our our boy cam reddish if he maybe remembers i don't know maybe not remembers maybe learns how to like play basketball you got john collins who can jump out the building at any second um, and then Bogdanovich, the shoot. Exactly. Pella. You know, I think that's a, a – it's kind of a deep team. That's so, why – that's what I'm saying. Again, the east, east, bottom of the East isn't very good. I, I think that team gets it done. So I'm sticking with that. All right. Um, the 15, I had Magic, Detroit, Bulls, Knicks, Charlotte, Cleveland. Orlando at the bottom? No, 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 no. I have Orlando at 10. Oh, sorry. You say that. Yeah, I went okay. Magic, Troy, Bulls, Knicks, Charlotte, Cleveland. Yeah, so I had, I put it, I put it like a little nine seed. So I think these teams are going to be, so I had Wizards, uh, Pistons, just because I love Blake. Um, Charlotte, I, I I saw a video today, I don't know, but I mean, Hayward had a dunk that I don't think he had a dunk like that. It, 
and it, and it would be such a Celtics thing for him to come back this year and just be like just old be a monster. and just be yeah. like nasty. So Charlotte could sneak in. Lamelo looks kind of fun. <laughs> I yeah, mean, okay. Lamelo already had some highlight passes. Behind, behind the back pass, I was like, that's filthy. That's a great pick then if you're Charlotte, because then they're just going to get eyes on you. And, you know, he's going for behind the back passes at half court already. Like, he's he's in it to put on a show. Oh, yeah. Which I kind of respect. And then Hayward. And I mean, I mean, yeah. I saw a dunk of Hayward jumping higher than he's jumped in four years. So he'll probably come back and be like a 25, 8, and 6 guy. Yeah. And I'll just be fucking pissed off. But <laughs> So that's it. Yeah, we went through it. No surprises. Yeah, I mean, the East yeah. is kind of just like what it it's was last very year. very predictable. Yeah, it's predictable almost. Every- I almost guarantee the top six. I think the top six seeds are maybe not in the exact order, but I think that's the top six seeds, like almost 100%. And then Indiana being a playoff yeah. team. I think you have seven seven playoff teams like locked in, and then the rest Definitely. is just gonna be, like a fight for the A seed, which kind of I mean, makes the regular season not as fun. But yeah, but wait, wait for this. I need to get in the bloodbath of the Western Conference. This, this is this is three movie to describe what's about to happen in the West next year. It's going to be three hundred. So yeah, that's the East. Um, we we really went in depth with it. I didn't think it was going to be that long. I thought we were going to be talking about it for like maybe thirty minutes, but we went longer than expected. I was fired up to. Yeah, my, we were fired up to talk about. Out. It's all good. We're here. All right, Al. Um, so next episode, we'll be talking about the fucking the the bloodbath the the bloodbath. It's gonna be a war. It's gonna be fucking World War Three, and nice. that's the West. Um, thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, share with all your friends, and we'll catch you next time. We appreciate all of you. I love you. See ya. Peace.